Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram, Iconic Dollcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Iconic Dollcast. I'm Sage, your host, and I'm so excited. Today, I am talking to chocolate.dolly, D-O-L-L-I, underscore collection, Nina Kimberly, about Bratz dolls. If you listen to my last episode, you'll know that there is a lot that goes into these Bratz dolls, a lot of drama, a lot of craziness, and it was really hard for me to wrap my head around, and I'm so excited to just get more insight on these dolls from her. And again, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm so excited about this. Until then, I'm just going to jump into this. Here is my interview with Bratz doll collector, Nina Kimberly. All right. So Nina, you run one of the coolest Bratz accounts I've ever seen. (laughs) And I think I've been... I've been following you for a a while, and when I decided to do this podcast, you were one of the first people I thought of because I'm a big doll collector, but I never got into Bratz, but I was like, I want to learn about these dolls, and you were one of the first people I thought of, so I'm just, thank you so much for being here today. Oh my God, thank you so much. That means a lot. That really does. I put a lot into my Instagram and all my socials. I put a lot into it. Uh, you can definitely tell. And I, I just love I love the whole aesthetic you do. And it, it just looks great. So give me a little background on how you came to love Bratz dolls. Like who was your first Bratz doll? When did it all start? Oh, my gosh. Uh, we can go back all the way to like 2001. <laughs> 2002. Yeah. yeah all the way back. I was a baby. I was like, I want to say a but I don't remember the exact age. I was a little kid. I am a 90s baby. So I was raised on Barbie. And I was one of those kids who's Barbie obsessed. Me too. Um, <laughs> I was like so obsessed. with. I wanted to be in a Barbie world at a very young age and always kind of found it difficult to find like that Barbie world where it's like Barbie everything. I, I don't know if that's like, if that makes sense, but I just always wanted to be in a Barbie world, basically. Um, every time I would go out to stores and stuff like that, like I would like look for Barbies and Toys R Us was like a big major deal. So I was always obsessed with dolls. I was always like not like regular kids when it came to like mm-hmm. just like oh I got a doll it's like oh I love this doll you know mm-hmm. so Bratz came out and how I found out about them was I don't know I think me and my brothers were probably watching um Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon one of them and 
I, don't, I was like playing around and then I caught the tail end of the first Bratz commercial. And I just remember like stopping, like, what was that? And seeing all four dolls. And that, that was it. I was thinking like, oh my gosh, like, what was that? Wait, go back. But you know, this is like the old days. So it's like, you can't go back. Like it's a commercial, you know? Mm-hmm. So time goes on, you know, uh, my mom, she was also kind of into doll. Like she was actually really into collecting things. She was into cherished teddies and other dolls. Like she was into Barbie somewhat. So she had doll reader magazines. And I remember there was like a Bratz doll in one of the collector books, but it was just one picture. And then that summer, my mom surprised all of us with, she brought a whole bunch of toys back. Um, and she got me three Bratz dolls, right? It was Chloe. It was Yasmin and Jade. And I remember I was so happy to have them, but I was disappointed because I didn't get Sasha, who was the black girl. And I was like, where's the black girl? And she was like, she, I, she couldn't find her. But I don't know. I just, I don't know if I was like already, it was weird how I ended up getting them that day because I think I was imagining having them and I was just playing around. And then I ended up getting them I'm like, okay, now I can play with the real dolls. It was so weird. I manifested that. Oh, well, I'm glad you got them. And so <laughs> did you did you instantly start just wanting to collect as many as you have now? Oh my god. I I told you I always wanted to be in the doll world. So it definitely was the same with it was definitely the same with Bratz. It was kind of honestly, it was more intense with Bratz because there was a connection there that I didn't have with Barbie. Maybe it was because it was more girls or maybe because it was more like a diverse kind of brand, but it was just something like, you know, they had music, they had like really different fashions that were on trend, but Barbie wasn't doing. So everything that they were doing was like new to me. It was fun. And it was fun to see a new doll line because like I said, being a nineties girl, most doll lines were trying to be like Barbie. So to have a doll line that was like different from that, but still fashionable, still cool. It was just like amazing to see that, you know? Yeah. And so I just, I'm just kicking myself because I, you know, I was a nineties kid too. And I was devoted to Barbie. I had so many Barbies (laughs) growing up. I loved her. And kind of when the Bratz came out is also around the time when the Britney Spears doll came out. And so I was getting into those uh, like 2001, 2002, Barbie was kind of getting boring. And yes, you know, and people were really starting to just, you know, she just was not on top of the world like she was before. But I do remember these Bratz dolls coming out and they looked so unique. And obviously they had such diversity, but I guess my, you know, 10 year old self just wasn't ready for that because I never got into them. But doing research for this podcast on the Bratz doll, they are just like so interesting. And obviously, like I said, Barbie was getting kind of boring and these Bratz dolls are just so cool. They're fashions were so cool i love how there was no like leader of the pack do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's that's what i gravitated towards i really like that you know yeah and i loved um just the fashion was so incredible that they did so which which brat stall like of your collection is your absolute favorite well you know i'm a sasha girl honey i i consider myself the real life sasha (laughs) (laughs) and it's definitely i have two i have two like cherished like 
and I hate saying this, but if there's a fire and I don't want to, you know, I hate putting that out there, but I'm going to take my rock angels, my Tokyo go-go, you know, I might try to speak some other girls, but my rock <laughs> angel, Sasha and my Tokyo go-go, those are my daughters. The ones. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have those to look those daughters. up and see what they look like. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I never had a brat stall and I'm going to get one because I have to after reading yeah, about this and talking to. to you. So as someone who doesn't have one, where would you suggest that I start? What should I get? Should I get a vintage? Should I get one of the newer ones? Like what, what are your thoughts? I'm going to say this. Brats from the past, the originals are so overpriced. Really? It's like, it's and you have to make some life choices if you're going to be buying brats. You <laughs> might be able to find some, but like the on the lower end will probably be forty to fifty dollars. You know, forty fifty plus. But when you're talking about like most wanted, sought after dolls, new in box, it can go one, two, three, four hundred dollars. Wow! Like resellers ain't playing about these dolls, and people are they are. You know, they're paying these prices. Not going to lie. Sometimes even me. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. I've, I've dropped a couple hundred on a Britney doll before. And I've just like. I believe it. <laughs> I'm like, why did I do that? But I'm also like, eh, I'm glad I did. So I'm definitely going to get one. I know that they just re-released some of the originals. So I maybe. I think maybe starting with a good re-release. Like, the, honestly, the, the re-release of the original dolls. Mm-hmm. Um from the the debut collection maybe start with that you know you might be able to find some pretty ones like they really did a good job with the sasha from that okay. line and um i don't know if you're just like a blonde doll collector but chloe looks a little derpy but um you know they did a good job with jade and yasmin and, and sasha chloe looks crazy from that but they're coming out with the, and then they have the girls night out collection too Oh. And the Girls Night Out is a very iconic collection. So maybe, you know, if you like those fashions a little more, they're a little bit more glamorous. Um, maybe check those ones out too. They they are going to be on the more affordable end. Or you could either do the Pride Pack, which those should be in store soon. Oh, and that's cool. a two-pack of the dolls, Nevra and Roxy. Uh, they're the first lesbian couple dolls ever. Oh. <laughs> so I really like that. Amazing. I really like well, I think I'm going to go yeah. with Sasha since she's your favorite. So I'm going to see what I can find <laughs> with that. So in doing my research with this, uh, the controversies with Bratz dolls and just the legal drama is insane. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, first, you know, Parents always have issues with everything, but it seems like these brat dolls really caused quite, they just stirred up so much controversy with the way they looked and, you know, they were pushing a sexy image. I say that in quotes because I just think they're cute. You know, I never, I've never been that kind of person. My parents, the ones, the people who raised me were never like that. But why do you think people were so just like outraged and criticized these dolls so much? Mm-hmm. Well, honey, you got to remember, this was the early 2000s where that whole stigma of being a girly, feminine woman was still, you know, demonized in a lot of media, especially mm-hmm. like if you like think of Mean Girls, perfect example where the girliest girls are like the bitchiest ones. And Hollywood had a habit of taking girls who were more on the diva side and just making them complete bitches in movies, you know, like it was just a mm-hmm. thing to... If you were girly, like Paris Hilton, 
you were seen as a villain. They painted you out. Look, I right. mean, you know, with Britney Spears, Britney Spears was one of the most feminist women. And look how Hollywood tore her down. I mean, and Britney right. stayed to, her, to herself. You know, she never had to get in a masculine position. She never wanted to be. You know, and that's what happened with Bratz dolls. They were always ultra feminine, ultra, you know, plat platforms, big, gaudy makeup, unapologetic for it. And I felt like deep down inside, it really brought out people's insecurities with, oh, I can't walk in heels. So why does this doll like what what are they doing? This is unrealistic, you know, like what they try to say about Barbie sometimes. Or, you know, she has mm-hmm. a mini skirt. Oh my gosh, or knee-high boots and brats. They didn't care. They were pushing those limits, but they were more mimicking high fashion of the time, not streetwalker, you know? <laughs> yes. Um but a lot of people don't get high fashion. A lot of people don't get high fashion. Let's just be honest. That is true. And you know, <laughs> I, I don't either, but I don't I don't agree with all the 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 bad press that these dolls got because I just am like, they're so freaking cute. I'm so pissed at myself for not being into these when I was younger. Cause I just, I love them. I agree with everything you said. And it just seems like, yeah, they were just nitpicking. Cause it was something that like looked a little bit strange. To, I mean, to conservative people, you know, I just, like I said, I wasn't oh, raised, I wasn't raised that way, but I just, I never understood why people got so mad about it. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean, now that you brought it up about the conservative people, you have to also take in consideration that these dolls, to to some people, have ethnic features and styling, which could also, you know, to a middle-aged America, is going to really be like, whoa, like, I don't want this in my home. And they can brush it off and say, oh, well, it's just the doll is a bad example. But let's be honest, like, she has big lips. And I see a lot of people complaining about, well, from back in the day, I see like a lot of articles talking about the doll's lips. Like why are everyone so, they they don't get like, it's an exaggeration of makeup. Like a drag queen would over-exaggerate their lips. These dolls have over-exaggerated features to mimic, you know, some of the most fun parts about being a girl. Makeup, shoes, all that's exaggerated for a reason. They didn't get that. They just thought it's something sexual and want to demonize it because maybe they got little bird lips. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just brought out their insecurities, in my opinion. And also with them having ethnic features, you know, when it comes to like their styling and maybe their eyes, sometimes their hair was a little braided. <laughs> it could really like turn conservatives off. And, you know, conservatives, they love the bitch. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> And it's just like, also, why are we making such a fuss over a doll? (laughs) It's a doll, People have nothing to do. They have nothing to do. I swear, some people have nothing to do. It's it's literally, they have nothing going on in their lives. Like, nothing. And for me, the whole ethnic diversity is just the best part about Bratz dolls. Like, that wasn't, you know, I talked about it in my, I I do like a, like a preview episode where I just go over brief facts about what, who, whatever I'm talking to with my guest. And I, I, you know, like, like we were talking about, Barbie was getting kind of boring and, you know, Barbie had her friends, she had Christy and Teresa, but those girls weren't pushed the way these Mm, brat dolls were and to me that's really cool and obviously barbie has evolved barbie has come back and i love the new barbies i think they did a really great job you know with all their new just different styles different looks different ethnicities but at the time they weren't doing that and that that's what i think the coolest thing about the brat dolls is Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, of course, I, as a black woman, that's what I'm drawn to. You right. know, I 
luckily I grew up in an area where it was a lot of black Barbies in stores, but you know, I hear a lot of people say they, you know, they had hard time finding any black dolls in stores, which sometimes was the case even around my area. But I always mostly got black dolls starting at a very young age. And I preferred my dolls to look like me. I did have other dolls, of course, but I preferred my dolls to look like me because I see myself in them. And that's why I was really drawn to brats because unlike Barbie who, you know, when they had Barbie merch, they had the blonde Barbie on everything. The Barbie movies always starred blonde Barbie. It was like your favorite character could be the main character. Mm -hmm. And with Sasha, who I identified, I wanted her on everything. I wanted her on t-shirts with the other girls. She wasn't really left out there. They did lighten her skin up a lot, which was very confusing as a child, but the doll industry was very racist back in the day. Now things are getting better, especially now that, you know, people have social media, we can bitch and complain, but I mean, just the fact that there were so many characters and, you know, a lot of them were, you know, really diverse where it's like, they really didn't have a set race. Like a lot of dolls were tan. So it could, they could be either like, you know, white or Hispanic or even Asian or a light skinned black girl. Like it was really cool. Really cool. Yeah. It's, it's one of the, I just, one of the most innovative things I think that has happened in the toy world. So I, these brats deserve more credit. (laughs) Well, they definitely changed the the doll industry with that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. and shook the hell out of Barbie. Um, oh, she was mad. She was oh, mad. Oh, she was pissed. <laughs> yeah. Big mad. So reading reading about that, so obviously there was a lot of lawsuits. And I, I don't I'm I'm assuming you know quite a bit about this, but I I mean it was hard for me to follow because there's so much back and forth <laughs> between um MGA and Mattel, you know, one suing one person because the creator worked at Barbie when he mm-hmm. had this idea, you know, initially Barbie won this case, but then there was an appeal and they gave the rights back to to MGA. What what like can you I know this is a loaded question, but can you kind of sum that up for me? Oh, honey, I can definitely sum it up. I was there when that shit happened. I was a kid. I remember being affected by it personally. I remember the transition from Brats being in stores, being on the market and slowly seeing them disappear and then hearing about all the stuff with Mattel, then doing research as a, as a kid myself on what was going on and, you know, how it affected me. You know, I was really mm-hmm. sad about it, honestly, because I remember um, hearing that Mattel and MGA is going back and forth. At first, it started off with like little things like, you know, Bratz came out, Barbie created my scene. And I remember when my scene was new and clearly just to compete with, with Bratz. And that was very telling on what was happening behind the scenes with Barbie launching, you know, my scene as quick as they did. And then it was like this big back and forth when I was noticing a Bratz line would come out, then a similar my scene would come out like Bratz had um, Forever Diamonds. But Barbie had my scene bling bling come out first before them, even though I'm pretty sure Forever Diamonds, the concept was already out there. And they would just like do like little copycat lines. And then um, I want to say maybe 2007 after like the movie happened, that's when it was like 
that's when it was starting to be a decline in stores on quality. And, you know, they started recycling a lot of dolls. And then you would start hearing things like in, in the news with, you know, the back and forth. And it started like they were feuding over doll hair and names and stuff like that. And dolls started having to get, there was a doll that came out. Her name was Kiana, a part of the Wild Wild West Bratz line. Bratz had to actually pull her down. And because Mattel had a doll named Kiana. So it was like little petty stuff. Then things started getting serious to where Carter Bryant, the creator of Bratz, he, you know, like you said, he used to work for Mattel. He got discovered. He actually got snitched on by a company because he was working for MGA. But uh, something had happened where I don't remember. It was some sort of company, I think, out in China snitched on him to Mattel. And as soon as they found out that, you know, this former Mattel employee is working now with MGA and designing all these dolls, that's when MGA, I mean, Mattel went for the jugular and took them to court. And it was a big disaster. And, you know, brats were becoming more scarce at the stores. And I just remember I was very hurt seeing like the decline and, and, you know, the way the dolls were like, cause they had their whole section. You know, mm-hmm. they had their whole section yes. in Toys R Us and in Target. They had their whole section. And I just remember the section was dwindling down. And I would, you know, one thing I, I had a, you know, I had a father and we were very close and he passed away in 2006. Mm-hmm. But before he passed away, we actually bonded over our the Bratz dolls and we would get them together. We'd go to stores and then he, you know, passed away in 2006. And then that's when Bratz started like dwindling and declining it was kind of like oh my gosh it was so traumatic for me honestly because I built a relationship kind of based on the dolls you know around the love for my dad too you know because we bonded over those dolls and then when they were completely gone it was I would say 2008 or 9 you know I was probably you know 14 15 years old I stopped playing with dolls at 15 but you know, it's just really kind of heartbreaking to see and hear yeah. everything going on behind the scenes. It really affected me. It did. I was really devastated. It's it's just a whole crazy situation now. So in 2022, you know, they've they've come back and they're putting out this new these new dolls. Is MGA in charge of those or? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Good. Because good. even though Mattel, they won the first lawsuit and got the doll and got a hold of them and actually created their own brats that never hit the market. But there are prototypes. I made a video. I'll probably send it to you if you're interested. Oh, yes, um, please do. It's, it's a TikTok video. It's very short. But there's actually Mattel made Bratz. But what Isaac Larian, the CEO of MGA, what he did is he fought back. And I'm really proud of him for this. He may be a hot mess and a crazy man. He's done a lot of shit. But I really have a lot of respect for Isaac because he fought back and he got his balls back. And, you know, eventually got the name and everything. Because th- when Mattel won, they had to destroy everything, destroy all the molds. They had to get out of stores. Like, it was really messed up. So Jeez. they got them back. They did. I don't remember what year, but they did get them back. And they started making Bratz again. And in 2010, I want to say, um, or 2010 was like, that was one of their big comebacks was 2010. Um, but... You know, uh, Bratz had fell out of favor with a a lot of people at the time. I was happy to see there was a Bratz comeback, but 2010, I was, you know, not playing with dolls anymore. Mm -hmm. But I remember going on the site and hearing about the big, you know, comeback, but they just didn't look the same. They weren't the same quality that that comeback kind of fell through. Then in 2015, they did another big comeback where the dolls were completely changed into a more kid, kind of like what happened with Monster High, when Mm -hmm. they just 
kitted kitted them up you know to really fit like the soccer mom stereotype of what dolls should be you know like really like oh I'm an inspiration like let's go outside (laughs) and play some sports you know like that like but also so like selfies and taking pictures and like social media was really like really starting to pop then too so a lot of like selfie culture was used where like the emojis and stuff was like on everything was kind of cheesy it was it really wasn't brats you know, um, and even though I originally hated the 2015 Bratz, I grew to like them a lot because I hadn't seen Bratz in stores in so long. So when I first seen them back in stores again, just to see that logo in stores for me, it was like, oh, I wanted to cry. I have video of it, of me seeing Aww. them in stores again. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, obviously, you I mean, your passion for Bratz is, you know, very similar to mine for Britney or whatever um mm-hmm. how, how many brat stalls do you think you have oh my god i just i tried to count the other day let me look i have a number somewhere i got some sort of number somewhere let me i gotta go to my pinterest because that's how i keep track of all my dolls yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i should have had no this one no worries um i have 95 brat stalls wow yeah, that's not a lot, but it because most of my dolls are expensive and most of my dolls are in box, so it looks like a lot more, but just 95. That's, I mean, <laughs> 95 is a good number. And so I want to talk about the Bratz collecting world. I mean, I, you mentioned a couple of times that they are expensive. So like, is there, are there any like line or collections of the Bratz that are more expensive the, uh, than others? Like what, what's it like being a Bratz doll collector? I'm sure pretty financially stressful. I mean, I, I have no money. <laughs> I, I definitely couldn't <laughs> afford to start, you know, have Brittany and Barbie and then add Bratz into it as well. But I definitely want to get some, but what is the collecting world like for Bratz and the value? Okay. Okay, so this is specifically dolls, not about the community, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it, it's going to cost you. Starting, a, unless, see, I'm not really good when it comes to when people ask, like, how can I get started? Or Because I just kind of just did it. Right. It just was nothing to me to spend money on dolls. But, like, for other people, like, I have to take into consideration, like, not, you know, spending $300 on a doll is not really, like, in anyone's, like, you know, mind frame. So, you know, you can go to thrift stores, um, especially before the whole Bratz challenge happened in 2018, uh, which made Bratz popular to everyone. There, It was like a big um, transition. I'll say that. It was pre-Bratz challenge and then after Bratz challenge happened. And I'm pretty sure you know what the Bratz challenge is. That's very important to, to, to keep you know, in your, in the back of your head, very important because Bratz prices used to be an expensive doll was probably $60. You know, you could find a rare doll for at most 80 to, you know, 95 bucks, you know, sometimes 200 mm-hmm. was the most. Now those same dolls that were going for those prices, that same doll that was $60 new in box is probably $600 now. You know, so it's a bit, especially if you were a collector for a while, not just a pandemic collector, because the pandemic also had a lot to do with the change in the collecting style of Bratz. Um, you saw the, the, what happened and how the prices totally went up. Because back then, when I first started collecting, nobody really kind of cared about Bratz enough to, you know, people were just selling them for whatever prices because they weren't the popular doll. They weren't people's profile pictures. People weren't making makeup videos about them. Now, 
because the brat challenge happened and people were literally like, you know, um, what's her name? You know, people like James Charles and stuff were like doing the brats challenge, you know, and it was like a big deal. And people really like got in their brats bag. But, you know, non collectors liked it for more aesthetic purposes where they wanted, you know, the image and the T-shirt. So they weren't really in there for the um you know, the collecting, but what made the collecting go up high up in price was the pandemic yes. and people really wanted to get to, into their Y2K bag and people learned about doll collecting, how doll collecting kind of became cool, you know, and the pandemic and plus people didn't have nothing to do. A lot of people are getting unemployment and, um, you know, so they really started going after these dolls and that those prices went up. They went up. It was crazy. Yeah, I I remember just the, I mean, I've been running my Instagram account since like 2018 and really remember a spike of people getting getting into doll collecting for the pandemic. And I'm like, oh, oh, I was already there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But okay, cool. That's amazing. Are people into custom Bratz dolls at all? Yeah, yeah. And there's actually some super, super talented repainters. And they'll just take a brat's face. Now, some people can actually replicate a brat's face to like perfect where it looks like it's made in the factory. And some people just do their own thing, you know, and just make it like, I've seen someone, they actually took a brat's face and they, they painted a Mycene face on it. It was so pretty. Oh wow! Um, some people like some people love doing like their own photo shoots where um, they call it Bratz Next Top Model, where they have like a little competition amongst each other in the Bratz community, Whoa. and they'll like edit their pictures into like certain like they'll have themes and stuff, and sometimes their their themes like have to do with like celebrities or you know just like um, let's say maybe a graveyard. Like there was a theme that was like I think it had to do with like nightmares, and so everybody had to do like a scary kind of Bratz photo shoot. It looks like some high editorial stuff a lot of those pictures go mega viral on instagram Mm -hmm. Nicki minaj actually i think she posted somebody's picture um on her stories or they did like a Nicki minaj look of the doll and some of these dolls are customized some of them are just edited but the creativity in the brush community is is extreme like they're such talented bitches nina where can we find you tell me all about your social media where can people look you up you guys have to look her up like i am <laughs> i am begging you to because her brat's doll collection is crazy her page is so cool so where can we where can everyone find you I keep everything cohesive at chocolate.dolly underscore collection on Instagram. And, you know, I love to make fashion videos. I, I'm not, like, into high fashion yet because I spend all my money on dolls. Like, I can't afford Gucci <laughs> necessarily. I have some, like, nice pieces, but at chocolate.dolly is my fashion page where I, like, show you my cute little outfits. And then um, at Chocolate Dolly on TikTok. And I even have YouTube. I have a YouTube video I got to make. So, <laughs> yeah, just Chocolate Dolly. And it's spelled Dolly. It's spelled D-O-L-L-I. Yes. And you guys, like mm-hmm. I said, you got to check it out. She, Her page is so cool. I've been following you for a while. So I, uh, I've been I've been looking at your stuff for a while. And it's it's so freaking cute. Um but thank you. thank you. I really, one thing I want to say though about my page to really, because I feel like when it comes to some collectors, especially Brad's collectors, they kind of do the same kind of 
things. I really want my page to be me. I love bright colors. I love, you know, just like uniqueness. I love to stand out. So if you're into that, like something a little different from what you ordinarily see, uh, follow me. (laughs) Yeah, do follow her. But Nina, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it so much. I learned a lot from you. And maybe when I get my brat saw, we can do something like an Instagram live or something and I can open it and we can watch me croak because I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd love that. All right. Well, thanks for talking with me and we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. So there you guys have it. My interview with chocolate.dolly, D-O-L-L-I underscore collection, Nina Kimberly. That was such a great discussion. I learned so much about brats and thank you so much for being on the show. I really I had an amazing time talking to you. Next time on the Iconic Dollcast, I'm going to be talking about American Girl, which is... I mean, all of these doll lines are, you know, my favorite doll lines of all time. But American Girl holds a very, very special place in my heart. American Girl is a doll line that not only taught me, you know, imagination and creativity, but also just gave me a massive historical background on America. And I love learning. And I think I owe a lot of that to American Girl. I loved learning about these time periods. I loved learning about these girls and how they grew up and all the differences and obstacles they faced. So I'm really, really excited to get into this with you guys. But until then, I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls or Iconic Dollcast. And if you have a doll line that you want to hear me talk about in the future, please send me a message let's let's collaborate let's get you on the show um i would love to talk with you and please subscribe tell all your friends about it and we'll see you guys next time (laughs) 